Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Donneron Monologue podcast. I am your solo host, Bo. Before we get into it today, I do want to thank our longtime sponsor, longtime friend and supporter of the show, Ashley Luann Kay. Uh, find her on Instagram at the Minnesota Nurse. Uh, she has a super fun Instagram where she's always doing really cool things, uh, including some giveaway giveaways, guys. So there's no reason not to go shoot her a follow. If you support her, us, you should support her because she's always supported us. So, um, uh, Ashley, thank you again for all your support, and we're happy to have you along, guys. Uh, I I I can't get away with not. I don't particularly like this game. It's not a game I'll ever play again. But it's a game we have to talk about because it is far and away the best-selling PlayStation 2 game of all time. It sold 17.33 million copies. I'm talking about Rockstar Games Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I don't like the game because I don't think it's fun. And we'll get, we'll get into that. Uh, there's a lot of things about the game that is incredible fun, but there's a lot of things about it that isn't. So we'll get into that. Um, but uh, this game, of course, has a lot of controversy. A lot of controversy that deals with uh, the things Grand Theft Auto almost always deals with. Glorification of crime violence, um, language, uh, portrayal of uh, uh, treatment of women, stuff like that. Uh, misogyny, I guess, would be a better way to put what I just said. So uh, all that controversy still exists, and there's also the controversy of racial stereotyping that exists in this game, and that is uh, a lot of people have come forward saying, no, like, it's cool, it, it, it's it's not a big deal. A lot of people have come forward saying that it is. Uh, that's up for uh, that is up to people other than me to decide. That is not what we're talking about today. Um, I I do do feel very strongly about um, things made before the, the works of art made before people knew better. But well, we always knew better. That's an excuse. Uh, scratch that. We always knew better. But back there was a time when people just didn't care, and that sucks. And I'm all about going back to past works of art and putting cultural warnings on those. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Now, that is not up to me to decide whether that goes on Grand Theft Auto San Andreas or not. But if it happens, it wouldn't break my heart. Uh, because I do think that there are certain things they could have been more sensitive about, maybe. But again, that is not for me to decide. That's not what we're discussing today. So, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, uh, I don't even like Grand Theft Auto when I played this, and I played this game, because everyone that had a PlayStation 2, everyone played this game. All of them. You could, you could have been in seminary school to become a preacher, and you played this game. <laughs> um, wow, he just shut the door on me. I've never been this, I'm so used to being in the common room and being around everyone, and now I'm, I'm back here in my little dungeon talking to you guys, but that's fine. That's okay. We'll make through. I'm strong enough to do this. So, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came out uh, five days after I turned 18. It came out pretty much perfectly when I would be able to buy it. Never bought it. Borrowed it from someone. Uh, we'll talk about this later. I very rarely bought games growing up. I was lucky to buy the consoles. But I still played a lot of games because I was smart. So, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came out five days after I, after I was able to legally play it. Because um, it was rated mature. It would later be rated adult because there was a mod that was super easy to do on it called the Hot Coffee Mod that pretty much made it to where you can make the protagonist, CJ, have sex with a woman. And, like, you saw it or something. I don't know. Because you could have sex otherwise, but you didn't see it. You just heard the extremely pornographic noises. And But they, they, they had a mod where you could see it. And because of that, uh, the uh, whoever, the ERSB, of course, uh, made it have an adult-only uh, thing. And that made its sales go down a little bit near the end, but not that bad. 
So Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, everyone played it, and it was incredible for a Grand Theft Auto game. They, so many things you wanted to do in the past you could do. You could completely customize CJ. You could put him whatever outfit you could think of. You can make him fat by eating too much. You can make him super fit by working out a lot. It, it, he was so customizable. It was ridiculous. And I had a lot of fun doing that. There were so many different cars. There were three different cities. There was uh, San Fierro, based on San Francisco. Los Santos, based on Los Angeles, which you could return to. You go to Los Santos again in Grand Theft Auto V, but I believe for people that are deeper into Grand Theft Auto than I am, there's a a dispute in the lore where there's the HD universe and there's the, uh, the SD universe. I know, but um, I'm not going to get into that because I don't fully understand it. I didn't know. I honestly didn't realize there was that deep of lore <laughs> in Grand Theft Auto. Um, so it, there, there's all that going on. First off, there's all that going on. And then um, the amount of missions in this game is ridiculous. The amount of Hollywood actors in this game, the amount of actors that got to do voice in this game. Holy shit. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, James Woods, uh, uh, Bijou Phillips has a small role. Um, there's uh, Sam Jackson. Honestly, you're done there. Can you think of a bigger star to be in Grand Theft Auto? Like, my gosh. Um, so the voice acting in the game is on point, absolutely on point. Um, but so we've got a. In fact, I believe in the instruction manual, I believe they list the names of a lot of these actors. I'm missing a lot, dude. Like, there's a lot of guys in here. Um, a lot of people that were super huge at the time in uh, 2004. Let's see. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Um, voice act. Here we go. The cast. Uh, let's see who we get here. MC8 was actually one of the voices for Ryder. That's pretty incredible. Ice-T was in here. Samuel L. Jackson, as I said. Uh, Peter Fonda was in this game. I forgot. He was the uh, he was the truth, the old hippie. Um, Charlie Murphy was in here. That's funny. Uh, Kid Frost. Uh, wow, this is just a... Yeah, Bijou Phillips, I was right. She was in here. She was Hel- Helena, whoever that was. I can't remember. Uh, so, yeah, you had a lot of... Uh, David Cross was in here. Uh man, you just had a lot of uh a lot of voices. So th- that first and foremost, wow, you just had a lot of uh a lot of voice talent in this game. And this was before that was common. This was before Liam Neeson was in Fallout 3. So that's that's kind of cool, right? That's cool in and of itself. But I'm not doubting all the work that went into this game. My criticism of this game, what I don't like about this game. Oh, and it's so hard to say. <laughs> it really is, but it's just not fun. At one point, it becomes work. I remember, uh, and maybe that's just because the headspace I was in, uh, I was working second shift, uh, 3 p.m. to midnight, at a distribution center in Evansville, and it was just a miserable job, man. It was a really miserable place to work. I didn't like anything about it. I was just out of high school, literally just out of high school, working this place, and uh, I would come home, I would get off at midnight, and I would stay up till 8 a.m. playing this game, then I would sleep till 2 and going to work. But, uh, so this is, this is what I did. I played this game for, uh, probably about two weeks. I did this and man, like it just felt like more work after I was off work and I got through it. I beat the game, but at one point the difficulty, it gets frustrating. It's not, 
it just gets frustrating to do. And I know a lot of people, I think I just don't mesh with the gameplay of Grand Theft Auto. And that's what a lot of people accuse me of, uh, of doing. And I know that there's cheat codes, but I don't want to do the cheat codes. And the story at one point, the story is, one criticism I have of Rockstar is their stories are not, it's not so much that they're complex and engaging, but they're stretched out where you got to do all this work just to get the next plot point. And uh, I feel like Grand Theft Auto did that. Having said that, I don't personally like it, but I will never deny Grand Theft Auto San Andreas' place in video game history. It's an incredible improvement. A lot of things people wanted Rockstar to do, they added airplanes, full-fledged airplanes. Uh, Boats are full-fledged in this game. Um, There's a jetpack at one point CJ can find in uh, what's supposed to be Area 51 there in the uh, Nevada or whatever they call it, desert. Um, there's, uh, the music is incredible. Uh, uh, the actual, my favorite thing about San Andreas was I actually bought the box set of the, each, each radio station had its own disc of the game of music they licensed for the game. And I think that my favorite legacy of San Andreas was all the awesome music I found because of it. They had an awesome country station in San Andreas. They had an awesome, uh, they had an awesome funk station. They had an awesome, uh, like, um, I didn't like funk music until San Andreas and I actually got turned around. Um, uh, man, uh, yeah, George Clinton was actually the uh, DJ on the funk station, so that was kind of interesting. Um, the only Grand Theft Auto game I actually really liked was Grand Theft Auto 4 because I felt it had a much more serious tone than the other ones. But uh, 4 wouldn't have been great if, if San Andreas hadn't established that for it, in my opinion. Um, so it, there's a lot of cool about basically kind of put a pin in this. There's a lot of cool about San Andreas, but I'm just not a huge fan, but to deny its legacy would be foolish. It it absolutely, uh, it made people look at Rockstar differently. It made people, uh, it is absolutely iconic to this puppy right here. Uh, You can't separate the two. You can't. Uh, You can't talk about the PlayStation, for those listening to the podcast, I'm patting the PlayStation 2. You can't talk about the PlayStation 2 without talking about San Andreas. Uh, it's difficult to talk about video games without talking about San Andreas. And guys, I know this is a shorter episode. I apologize for that. But I just felt like we had to talk about the legacy of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Um, streamers are still playing San Andreas a lot. Uh, it's still selling well on the new consoles. The ports that are coming out for modern generation consoles are still selling well. Uh, it's just a game people... People that I... like, People who graduated in like 2005, 2004, 2006. This is a very iconic game to their teenage years. It really is. So... Um, it, it, I, I'm on the outs with it. Um, and of course, uh, several good jokes, still memes and stuff like that still exist on this game. Uh, all you had to do was follow the damn train, CJ. Uh, the joke there being following the damn train is one of the hardest damn things you'll ever do in a video game. It is frustrating. It's terrible. It's an awful mission, but we all sort of, it, it, we all bonded over how awful it was, I guess. Like, people you don't even know. If, all you need to know is that they own a PlayStation 2. Look at them and say, all you had to do is follow the damn train, CJ. Uh, there, I, I, people I know, when, when we're doing something and someone messes up a task that was obviously too big for them anyway, we'll say, all you had to do is follow the damn train. It's, it's just a transcendent thing. You don't even really have had to play San Andreas to be in on that joke. Um, it's kind of the SpongeBob of... Because uh, SpongeBob, of course, is hyper-relatable, too. We'll get into that on another episode, but... 
if you've, I, I don't personally like it. I don't personally enjoy it. I'll never play through it again. If someone has a file all the way at the end where I can just go and mess around, that's where this game shines. Just going around customizing CJ, doing side things, taking part in the street races, that's where this game really shines. Um, the freedom that was available to you in San Andreas, un- unreal. It's absolutely unreal. I think, it's, I think the freedom in that game holds up better even than the freedom in 5. I was so upset that in 5, I could choose between three different characters and still didn't have the... I still can't customize them to the extent that CJ could be customized to. CJ was... You can make... Uh, CJ was just awesome. And you really you really did identify with CJ by the end of the game. Um, because uh, CJ, although... He is a uh, gang member, which that is some that is part of the controversy of the game. But there is a nobility to CJ. He takes a very hard stance on certain things, um, and I think that's uh, and I think that's what's really cool about the character. Uh, I do like the character of CJ. I will go down to saying that, and I like a lot of the ca- the cast in San Andreas was the best Grand Theft Auto cast of all time. But guys, uh, if you haven't played it, even though I don't personally like it, I'll never play it again unless I can mess around. Like I said. It's a must-play, man. It, it's an iconic video game. It really is. Uh, so, in conclusion, guys, uh, please do us please do us the uh, the honor of liking us, sharing us, and, subscri- and subscribing to us. Uh, it costs nothing. It helps us out. It keeps you in the loop for great Donorom content. It lets your friends know about great Donorom content on the horizon. Uh, we we do we are still selling our merch, our wonderful merch. We got the book. We got the shirt. Um, and I, I think we're putting out some great stuff right now. Uh, the pay, the Discord, that's the funnest thing we're doing right now. We're having a blast in the Discord. Guys, uh, come join the conversation. And, I mean, just at me in the Discord if you want to talk about something I said on a show. I will get back to you, I promise. Uh, Saturdays is when we do all of our content. Today is Saturday, so I'm a little slow on Saturdays. But normally, I'm right there. I love an excuse to goof off at work, as always. And, um... Guys, uh, the Patreon's down there. We're coming out here in a few days with some really cool Patreon-exclusive content. And guys, uh, as always, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.